0: To today's podcast episode. Uh, this is our story, Fort St. John Alliance Church. And this is my name is Aaron Peters. If you are just listening in and you're getting to know my voice and all the different voices that host this podcast, and today I am just so, so excited to be able to bring my dear friend Maria McGregor as the guest today. So, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining the podcast.
1: Thanks, Aaron. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yep. I'm
0: part of why I am mm-hmm. excited for you to be here is because I feel like sometimes people might not know you other than Andrew's wife right and that is a beautiful and lovely gift and calling that you have been that you've dove into for now right 11 uh, years? 12 actually 12 years. yes yeah. so 12 <laughs> years of being Andrew's partner yeah in the prime exactly life in yeah. Industry. <laughs> uh, but 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 what i know from being your friend and having some different discussions having coffees together and doing life together yep. is that you have your own story that was pre-andrew even yep. but also even the things that god has wired you uniquely to even whether it's the profession or um that you have chosen into the field you've dove into or just even ministry specific things over the years and missions and stuff like that mm-hmm. so As with all of our podcasts, we want to start back to maybe square one, dare we say that? Sure. Um, So, how did your journey with the Lord's begin? Like, where did you, how did you come to know Jesus? Jesus,
1: yeah, um, so I grew up in a Christian home. Um, My dad was a pastor, and um, I had two brothers and a sister, and we yeah, I guess I just was raised in the faith, um, going to church and Sunday school. And, uh, when I was seven, um, I prayed with my, my older brother, Jeremy, who's always kind of been that, uh, really special role in my life, um, for spiritual guidance. And anyways, so I prayed with him and, um, yeah, kind of grew from there. Um, when I was in my teens, I got baptized, um, was involved in youth group and all those types of things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just kind of, that's the, that's where it began. the, began, yeah. the beginning yeah. of it. Yes,
0: exactly. So being in that space, that role of even being a pastor's kid, mm-hmm. probably presents its own set of unique perspective yeah. on life and even faith. Yeah. And so did, was there a point in there when you felt like it became not just what your family did, And it became your own, and even um, kind of what kept you following the Lord?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, my parents were really good for um, just helping us to explore our faith on our own. They would help us, um, like, we did devotionals together, and they just really encouraged us to um, dive into faith for ourselves and not just from people's expectations. And I think we kind of avoided a bit of the um, struggle that some pastor's kids have of the expectation. Um, Mom and dad tried to um, shield us from that a bit, I think. And yeah, yeah, just really encouraged us um, as any parent would, not just because we needed to look a certain way or needed to behave a certain way, yeah.
0: And what a beautiful gift that is to even for you yeah. to have that example yep. as you lead your girls to right. be pastor's kids. And, yes. and I even see that how you and Andrew just even intentionally parent your kids to know Jesus for on their own, not necessarily just taking that this is what we do. This is the family business or totally. this is what Dad does for work yeah and you guys model that so well, even for my my own family yeah. and and I'm sure so many other people, just because but it's don't yeah. so need to see here that is this is kind of a next generation thing yeah. you for, for you yeah specifically
1: that's and right Andrew too in his own way but, yeah but. <laughs> <laughs> that's right we oh, both kind of came right? came from yeah. that experience yeah. you know so yeah it's been good to dialogue together about how we want to do it yeah. and stuff because he had his experience and I had mine mm-hmm. and <clears throat> how we bring that together for, for the girls and yeah. stuff so yeah
0: yeah so um So, as I alluded to in your intro, Mm -hmm. uh, you were called to do some overseas missions. So, can you Mm -hmm. kind of talk us through how you did that and what you did? Sure. Because there's some people in your story that people listening might know.
1: (laughs) That's right. Um, So, after high school, I did Bible school um, at Canadian Bible College in Regina, and um, I went for one year and then kept going, I guess. (laughs) Um, there was an internship that I could do um, through that program. So I did two years of Bible school and then was able to spend a year over in Kenya, Mm -hmm. actually. So I was with my, I went with another girl, another student, and we lived with a family in, in Kenya and did children's ministry and youth group and just kind of Basically did life alongside this they weren 't actually international workers; they were a Kenyan family okay. that spoke English, so we just actually lived with them and so that was kind of neat perspective, right Not just kind of people coming in, but we were we were living with alongside people that that was their culture yeah. and and stuff so um, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, it was my first time away from home uh, when I went to the Bible school. I lived in the dorm. But uh, I was still in Regina, so my parents were still yeah. around. So it was my first time really away from home and figuring that out
0: and might as well go to Africa. Yeah, Africa. exactly. You're like that's do that. just, just go. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I had I was much more adventurous actually in my mm-hmm. in my twenties <laughs> than I am now. But uh, so yeah, it didn't really phase me actually. Like it was it was hard, but I was just kind of excited to go and mm-hmm. explore. I kind of had felt Um, again, growing up in the church, there were always these missions conferences and stuff. So kind of felt that kind of tug towards other cultures and, and, um, yeah, just sharing Jesus with other, other, um, people over around the world kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. And so that was a great experience. Then I came back and did one more year of Bible
0: school and then it was done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so from there you went into nursing? Yeah. Then I went to nursing. So what kind of led you? Yeah.
1: Um, So I guess going back again to high school, um, I kind of felt like that was maybe what I wanted to do was to be a nurse and maybe use that maybe even on the mission field. Um, That was really appealing. Then when my path kind of took more just a regular kind of more ministry uh, path with Bible school, I would kind of put it aside and... um, yeah, I didn't revisit that till after I was done Bible school. I had a lot of fear going into nursing. Um, Just, I'm like, I don't think I can do that. It just felt like a lot of responsibility and um, yeah, just a really challenging profession. But um, I had some conversations and prayed through it and just felt called to at least take the step into it and kind of giving my myself the out that if I couldn't do it that's okay mm-hmm. and it wouldn't necessarily be failing it would just be I'm stepping out to see if I if this is what God has for me and if he doesn't then that's okay I'll figure that out at that point mm-hmm. so so it was just kind of like a little step of faith
0: yeah that's so cool. to go into nursing. great perspective of like just because you start something and again we're mm-hmm. not condoning, really giving up or yeah. starting out with right. giving up, but but just that you never yeah. know what God is going to reveal to you even as you step out in faith mm-hmm. and trust him for his guidance in that. And yeah. Yeah, when you're facing it with a bit of fear and trepidation, it's kind of also know that you're not if you did decide to yeah. change that that's actually okay that he just is showing you something different
1: exactly yeah yeah, yeah it was just kind of the process of trusting him to yeah. to take the step to something I was afraid of yeah. but I kind of felt called to huh that's,
0: mm-hmm. that's that's unique too yeah it's, or not, not even unique but a great point is that even something you're called to mm-hmm. can have a bit of something yeah. wondering <laughs> Yeah. How this is going to go? <laughs> Can I actually
1: do what he's yeah. calling me to do, even though yeah. he enables? But, yes.
0: Which yeah. I, I also want to say for those of us who get poked by needles by nurses, <laughs> we really appreciate the fact that you see the responsibility that you have. <laughs> <laughs> and we right. talked about that you yeah. poke people with needles. And yes. Sophia asked you, How many needles did you poke today? I so, know. Yeah, it's a yep. part of the nursing field or nursing call that I think you must yeah. have to deal with yeah (laughs) there's a reason not all of us are nurses that's right (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, I do really see it as a privilege actually Mm -hmm. to care for people in in times of like fear and vulnerability Mm -hmm. because usually when you're accessing the healthcare system you're you're vulnerable in some way too and you're dependent on somebody to provide care for you so I do see that as a privilege to be able to care for people
0: they're they're putting their trust in you yeah exactly to really make sure that they're okay. Yeah. That what is needed to be taken care of will be. And yeah. Yeah. Just so many things is mm-hmm. not even considering you have to wear hospital gowns. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. yeah. Well, my family always said I was suited for it because it's scrubs are basically like pajamas, yeah. and
0: that's my that's my normal, <laughs> that's normal attire. attire so it's
1: perfect. I can wear it to work, and yeah. it works so good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, some some of our listeners. Uh, I'm assuming that a lot of them have heard Andrew's sermons over the years. Yeah. They're so lovely and amazing and profound. <laughs> words. Um, and in numerous times he has referenced your mom's passing. And right. so, so for some of our listeners, they are familiar with the fact that your mom is no longer yep. us on this earth. Right. And, and we, and I know just from being your friend, that your yeah. dad is not here as well. Yeah. Um, so, I know that there's people out there that have experienced that, mm-hmm. or maybe are even walking through that right now. Mm-hmm. And that's not an easy thing. And I, I feel bad for asking. That's okay. It's, that's a good. It's a, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you always are just so um, real with mm. how you feel, mm-hmm. and I appreciate <laughs> that about you. Um, but it's... can you tell us a little bit about even how? How you have dealt with the fact that mm-hmm. your parents are not here even to see your kids grow
1: up. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I don't mind talking about okay. that, Aaron. Don't worry. Don't push the buttons to no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> so right? I have my Kleenex, yeah. but yeah. I'll we'll go for it. Um yeah, I guess I you know, when my I lost my dad when I when he he was very young, he was fifty, so he was he was young I was 23 my sister was 16 so like we were kind of in those late teens early 20s stages um so you're not dependent on your dad for everything but he still was a very huge part of my life and um our family just kind of our family unit was was tight and so when that happened it just yeah it was really tough and um yeah, I f- I remember thinking at the time I would never really be whole again because mm-hmm. that piece was missing. Um, but you know we had really great community around us, people that supported us through that. Um, and I had I was had my faith and had Jesus that brought me through. Really, um, you know I was able to express grief. I did go- experience anger maybe for the first time yeah. in a. A way like how why did this happen how could this yeah how could you you, yeah Yeah. how could you leave my mom like I we struggled caring for my mom and and that kind of thing but um yeah we kind of got through that really grew close even closer as a family I guess Jeanette and I lived at home still with my mom I was actually going to go away to nursing school I ended up staying in Regina so that because I was just going to be going into nursing that fall or that, um, yeah, I was working at the time when he died and then was in going into nursing school. So anyways, I stayed in Regina and, and the three of us lived together, which was, which was great. And, um, uh, and then with my mom, uh, she had a, a autoimmune disease that just eventually, um, took her, her life when she was 60. So that was about nine years later. um, yeah, that one was really hard. That was, uh, yeah, we, it was unexpected in that it was a disease that um, she kind of went up and down. So sometimes she'd be sick and sometimes she'd be better and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I think we just thought she was going to get better and then she just yeah. never did. Mm-hmm. So Erin's um, um, probably edited out yeah. or will edit out uh, my tears there. <laughs> Not my tears, but it took takes a while to get under control again because yeah it was a tough season for sure and um yeah for sure I still definitely miss my parents I've been really blessed with wonderful in-laws I'm really grateful for them in terms of being able to see the girls grow up and stuff um they're wonderful and they just really love our girls and Mm spend you know they don't spend time with them because we're far apart but they are intentional to reach out and to we face time and like the girls really have a good relationship with them so I'm grateful for that and feel like that's really God's one of God's provision for for me and for my girls too to have grandparents and and then there's lots of people in our in our circle too that love our girls so much and yeah lots of yeah aunties and yeah that kind of thing so well, and I feel like mm-hmm. from
0: what I know even just of being friends and also getting to I've met one of your brothers and I've yeah met your sister and, right and you guys have such a unique mm-hmm. bond yeah that is just so special yeah and even the story like I remember when I met your brother Jeremy he was telling a story about his or no maybe it was one of his sermons that I listened to. that's probably what it was um just uh, telling stories about one of Jeanette's girls, right? And mm-hmm. and just that the your entire sibling relationship, yeah, has then transpired into next generation of close knit mm-hmm. family, and you guys are just so intentional. And I, yeah, that's a, a definitely a word I would say about your family. Mm-hmm. If you're intentional people,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And, even That's a good word, distance, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: You know, despite the distance, yeah. and, I mean, mm-hmm. Curtis and his family were overseas for a while. Yeah. And you guys still were intentional to build relationships and build yeah. bonds. And,
1: yeah, totally. And, and I think it came out of some of that loss as well right. because, I mean, we've kind of been close always, but as adults too, that kind of happened in our adult years. So we yeah. really bonded in those those yeah, times yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. also such a
0: a testament to the seeds that your parents planted yeah and mm-hmm. what, the, what they fostered just such a beautiful thing yeah so
1: totally mm-hmm. yeah they're you
0: so many more questions <laughs> you're such a fascinating person <laughs> and, and I just I love that we got to hear just some of your story and yeah. um and again this is just some so yeah for sure just part of who you are yeah in a brief summation <laughs> um and just a little bit about what kind of yeah. work, how god has led you mm-hmm. in, in both the natural decisions that we have to make in life mm-hmm. both it's career or ministry yeah um, but also through some hard stuff and just that he has been so faithful to you
1: totally yeah, yeah yeah it's a good word no it's good (laughs) it's a good good word he's very been very faithful in my life definitely yeah Yeah. I'm so grateful and and Mm -hmm. just thank
0: you so much for the work you do both in the church and in the community because you being a nurse especially during this time Mm -hmm. not for the faint of heart (laughs) and um even just being just knowing you I can I've never been your patient, but, but I can just imagine <laughs> you being such a caring and loving person to have yeah. care for people. So, mm. um, and you have a, you have a ministry calling that is not for everybody. Yeah. So it's just it's in a hospital with yeah. needles. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. And, and thank you for the, yeah. for just, you know the way you serve in the children's ministry and alongside Andrew because.
1: Yeah. No, it's really. He's a special case. <laughs> right, he is. <laughs> You've gotten to know that yeah, more I have, I know so I that, yeah. over the years. Yeah. But no, it's really a wonderful life with him, and I'm, yeah. yeah, it's great to to serve alongside yeah. him, even if it's not in a formal way. Yeah. But it's in a, yeah. Only you can fulfill the
0: role that right. God has called you to in, in the life of our church. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. you are such a special piece of our church. Yeah. Thanks. Thank Aaron. you for sharing your story yeah. on this podcast. Thank it's you for
1: just, asking. It's a very, thank you for being brave.
0: Yep. I know it's not your favorite thing to do this. <laughs> a microphone and do this, but yeah, it's been an honor to visit with you. So yeah. For for those of you listening, we hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode. If you haven't listened to any of the other ones, we encourage you to take a listen. We have some really good ones um, that are on on social media and the web and on our website and so we encourage you to take a listen thank you so much for tuning in and if you like this podcast if you found it really helpful and valuable even if somebody you know maybe has um a story maybe similar to maria's or is wrestling with things it might be an encouragement for you to share it with them too so uh thanks again for joining us and tune in next week for another episode of fort st john oh fort st john Alliance church our story